And welcome to another episode of the LOZ and CBD. That is the new comic book day by the Legion on Zoom. And this is for 72121. What do we got, L Doctor? Yeah, yeah. So okay. So we have a few good picks. Uh some some picks are we before I've given you some lukewarm ones, some that I'm gonna experiment for you guys, and then you come back and we'll tell you about them. But for these ones, I'm fucking dead set excited. The the biggest one I'm excited about is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number 16. I've talked about this book before, written by Al Ewing, who's writing also Sword uh, uh, by with the X book. And this one's going to be illustrated by Juan Frigeri. This is huge because it's the beginning of the last annihilation, the big event that he's writing for the summer uh, that's going to go with the Sword comic book. So they're both going to uh, have a crossover. And for those of you out there who are Marvel Cosmic fans, you may remember the first Annihilation, which was a fucking epic, epic ass event. Like it got me fucking into Marvel. I think it got uh, got got me back into Marvel thanks to Rod. I think Rod, you're the one that got me. I think yeah, I read that whole some... shit back in my Marvel Unlimited days. Yeah, man. Fuck. Annihilation was an incredible fucking event. Like literally felt like war in space. Had Nova, had fucking well, who the else? Guardians. Like, gu- yes, exactly. The old school, the um, original Guardians. Um, I mean, not the originals from the '80s. But I mean, like this is where the Guardians book started, uh, the modern day one. And so then they have Annihilation Con- Conquest, which was another cool uh, event uh, that had Ultron actually joining with the Phalanx and trying to take over the universe. But now this one's the last Annihilation. And you have to wonder, like. All right, doing another annihilation theme. Was it going to be so cool? Who's the big baddie for the last annihilation? So, spoiler alert right now for everybody because the villain was revealed in the ending of the last Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> book, and it's actually pretty fucking cool. So, Guardians of the Galaxy are basically right now the Avengers of space. So, there's no Nova Corps. So, now Damn. they have basically the Guardians of the Galaxy are like the heroes for the United Galactic Nations. You is know, there so, a Nova, like at least one left? Oh, or it, it, The Nova is left. Richard Ryder. Hell nice. yeah. And he's a Guardian of the Galaxy member, right? We have Star-Lord. Okay. We have uh, uh, Gamora, Rocket Raccoon, all the classics, Drax, and plus other uh, additional new ones like um, Hercules and uh, uh, other pow- Power Man, or I don't know what they're called, name, Mar- Marble, Marbell, the, the, whatever. It, it's, it's, OG it's, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh, and we got Dr. Doom now, too. What the fuck? So that's cool. <laughs> Why is Doom always inserting? Like, go back to that variant. He's always inserting <laughs> himself in some shit. Like, what the fuck, man? Yo, At but imagine point, he... how big is the thing for him? He went out to there to space to try to deal with this shit. Because he noticed something happening. So now this indi- gives you a good indication that it might have to do with magic, <laughs> not just Word. crazy right. space shit. Fucking honest question. Yes. Is Doom a supervillain? No, it's complicated. I'd say it's complicated. Rob, what do you think? Yeah. deep in yeah. thought right there. I like <laughs> yeah, He was fucking one. He's like Black like Adam. He, he's... Yes. Well, uh, Black Adam is DC's Doctor Doom because obviously Doctor Doom mm. takes top billing on that one. Yes. He's an anti-hero, ruler, you know whatever. But I've never heard that comparison he saved being the made. universe. I like that. 
yeah, yeah. From the from the incursion from Jonathan Hickman's run, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and then it spun out into Secret Wars. Like I, I would say, probably old school back in the Jack Kirby days, right? Like maybe he was more illustrated as a classic villain, the same way Magneto was back in the day. But yeah, then right. over time, they made him much more rich and complex characters. They, you can't just put one simple label. Doom is nah. above that. Yeah. Magneto's a villain, though. Magneto's a villain. Don't, don't Those are similar that. relationships, ah, too. Right? Reed <laughs> and Victor Von Doom and then Eric Lencher and Charles mm-hmm. Xavier. Hell yeah. Except, one one uh, went all academic and one went to the magics or, or the dark side or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ex- except I would say that um, Magneto and um, Professor X, they have a deeper relationship, I would think, than just the kid, like Doom and Richards are the kid, college roommates. And uh, you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, right, like right, it's right, a right. bit surface level. These two motherfuckers, like, no, it's like Doom delivered Richards kid, or at least one of them. Of yeah, but that was yeah. later on. But that was later nah, on. I'm bro, about, like, nah, don't nah. hate. Nah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. He's, there, he's there, practically family. Gr- bro, yeah. that's a crazy question. No, they are. He's like godfather for Berlaria. Wait, well, what? That's a bit, that's a crazy question I've never heard before. Like, who has a bigger bromance, Doom and Reed or X and Magneto? But they hate each other though. Who I, mean, do you, I don't know. Like both I mean, those pairs, they yeah, love each other, but they hate each other. But like, bro, uh, ultimate bromance. I'm thinking like Rocket and Groot. There you go. Now, but like, no, but that's yeah. the thing though. Yeah, but yeah, but that's just like pure love though. Because here's the thing, I think that <laughs> Richards made doom in charge of valeria as a godfather to like as a last resort to save his boy because he knows that having her as his goddaughter is going to anchor him to some good in the world so he'll never go too far because doom has a family but then the argument can be said the other way around we're actually now in the current krakoa era of the x-men books Mac- Charles Xavier is more of a Magneto than in, than Magneto and Xavier. No, instead of being trying to unite, Xavier's all like, "Fuck it, let's get our own country, let's get our own power, fuck all this shit, fuck all these humans, we're gonna do our own thing because we're better than them." So that's Damn. very Magneto. So Magneto fucking was right, and he rubbed on Xavier. So you know, it's I I I like Rod's comment. I think they're both very much the like almost mirror images of themselves and from the, the yeah, ones damn. the human world. Anyway, back to the book, Curse <laughs> of the Galaxy. The she key thing deep. what's happening in this oh, and also the young Avengers Hulkling and Wiccan are involved uh in, in the story. And Wiccan, you've seen him in WandaVision, so you would really pick up this book. What happened, just a quick quick background, the scrolls and the Cree are united. And they've been at war forever. And finally, thanks to Hulkling, who he is himself a Kree scroll hybrid, uh, uh, they're united. And there's this one, you know, and there's peace, no, and shit. But apparently, there's this one sect of the scroll, of course, that hate this, don't want this. And they're involved in magic and shit to try to fuck things up, to bring, restore re, uh, the things how they were. So, what did they do that's going to create the last annihilation? This is pretty fucking epic spoiler. Is that so? You guys remember Ego, right? The living fucking planet, yeah. right? Yeah. They ended up doing this massive occult ritual where they killed a bunch of fucking scrolls or they killed themselves, Damn. infected Ego, and now Ego is possessed by Dormammu. It's- what? <laughs> yes. 
Dang. I need that in a movie. Yo, so now Dormammu is like unleashed on the world, on this universe, and he his head is, is the ego fucking the whole planet. And he's on a fucking mission to annihilate the fucking universe. <laughs> this is epic. So it's a literal cosmic being. Mm-hmm. But with all the, so, so, and so that's makes sense why Dr. Doom's involved, right? Because he sensed all the uh, intense use of black <laughs> magic, like even deep in space. Yo, where's Dr. Strange and all this shit? Lazy yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Bro, damn. And I would love to see all this played out with Kurt Russell ego. Shout out to Kurt Russell. <laughs> His but ego he, was amazing. That he movie died, right? That Did he die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, died. he was defeated, we can say. Because, right. I mean, like, if they killed off Eagles, like, damn, you guys could have used them. Right, right. But they, yeah, that's like, what they've done. They killed Ronan. You know, that's a good character. Yeah, to keep I don't remember his fate. Yeah, that's true. I just remember Kurt Russell's amazing fucking main in that movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's always amazing. Facts. Oh, Kurt Russell, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, all right. So, but then exactly Greed, Guardians of the Galaxy, issue number 16. This is going to be a good hopping on point to get into the last Annihilation. Outside of that, the uh, uh, only other Marvel picks that we got, Marauders number 22, speaking of the X-Men universe by Jerry Dugan and Matteo Lali. This is taking after the Hellfire Gala. This is one of my favorite books right now that I've been reading. It's basically, you know, the X-Men helping save mutants from, you know, countries that they don't want to be let uh, escape to Krakoa and also involving how they trade their drugs and meds through the black market and the official market. It, it, it's it's a very cool book. It, it has a hellfire and it's like lead. It had Storm in the book. Now she's moved on to Sword. But we have uh, Kitty Kate Pride and the White Queen and a bunch of other badass Colossus, uh, not Colossus, uh, Bishop, Pyro and Iceman. It's a good book. I recommend people getting into this. This is the one of the best X-Men books out there. The other one, just to give a quick shout out, is we finally get a new Moon Knight book, Moon Knight number one by Jed McKay and Alessandro Capuccio. I'm excited with the book, with the show coming out soon. You know, I mean, it's in the works and shit. Oscar Isaac, I'm like, this might be a good time for people to jump into Moon Knight to see um, how they start to explain this fucking wacky, fucking crazy ass violent character, man. Dude, you read my fucking mind because I was going to say. I'm going to hop into this book because I've been looking for a second Marvel book. That way I have two DC books and two Marvel books running. I was going to jump into Thor, but then I'd have to catch up and shit. Even this kind of recent. So I'm going to take the path of least resistance and just happen to Moon Knight number one. <laughs> and just like and just like you said, on top of that is one of the craziest characters. And I don't mean crazy in a good way, even though he is crazy in a good way. Like, damn, the character's crazy. No, the character's actually crazy. Yeah. Like, like it's it's. It's layered as fuck. And fans, stay tuned because I'm going to break down the book as it comes out. I will be picking this shit up myself. So nice. Jed McKay and Alessandro Capuccio, be weary. With with incredible covers by Steve <laughs> McNiven. Eh? So he's a classic fucking artist out there. So the covers are beautiful. Yeah. The interior work is going to be great. Highly recommend this fucking. Well, I think I hope so. Like it's Moon Knight. We, we hope it's going to be one of the good uh, uh, new Moon Knight series. We'll find out by Chess. Chess will be reporting in soon as well with this. Yeah, facts. And I hope the creative team goes forward and they go to bed. is like, yeah, I hope we can make Chess happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now moving on to our DC recommendations. This is a book we cannot fucking stop talking about. Nightwing, the next issue number 82 by Tom Taylor. 
If you're watching us right now, fucking Rod is repping Word. Nightwing. He is fucking Nightwing, man. Like, oh, yo, this is Tom that's N I T E hyphen wing. Yeah. <laughs> Some would even say he's just as tortured. <laughs> Look at him. Wait, Dad, Dick Grayson isn't, tor- isn't tortured. <laughs> what? What? Dick Grayson, Dick especially tortured. in this. Yeah, Dick run. Grayson is tortured. That's, he's tortured. He's old. Right, all right. Not the, really. Like yeah, not like Batman. What? Well, I mean, right, no wait, one's wait, wait, tortured wait. like Batman. That's his whole thing. <laughs> All right, for this the fans run. out there, for the fans out there, Chess just finished Titan season one, and which you'll hear him talk about it in the our next episode, LOC. Uh, uh, what's it called? For all time. Yes, for all for time. time. For all time. You'll hear Chess talk about. So that's why, because Dick Grayson there is tortured. Uh, Dick Grayson proper. I don't know. Rod, how tortured is he usually? Yeah, it's. Er- <laughs> it's- <laughs> <laughs> the psychoanalysis of Dick Grayson. All right, where do we begin? <laughs> All right. Yeah, early in his career, I guess when he's transitioning, when like he has the falling outs with Bruce and he doesn't know he's trying to find himself. This is where the Titans show is. This one takes place right after Tom King's Batman run. So Tom King, he did a lot to kind of set this, to volley this to the other epic Tom, Tom Taylor. So uh, Tom King did Grayson. Right, which was right pre, uh, prior to this, the best Dick Grayson story that I had read in a very long time. Yeah. Then uh, he started his Batman run. Same uh, artist, I forget his name, although he's really good. Um, but yeah, he did that run where Nightwing gets sniped by the KGBs, loses his memory for a while, becomes Rick Dang. Grayson, and this story essentially sets the table for a reboot of the character. Enter Tom Taylor with issue seventy eight. It's and this is we're now of this is going to be the fifth issue coming out, uh, came out today, um, in his run. So here we have, you know, also Alfred is dead, right? He left his huge fortune to Dick Grayson. Um, and it, this is kind of like almost like a new start because he regains his memories, he has all this money, he's trying to figure out how to be a philanthropist, yes. Barbara. Barbara is no longer, you know, wheelchair bound, uh, like she's going to be in season three of Titans. She's so they, they have, so he even kind of has like a girlfriend. He has a puppy. Like, come on, this guy's living it up. Like, I, eventually it will come crumbling down. Like, <laughs> the way the story works. But <laughs> right now, yeah, but right now he's like flying high and it's a really good run. Best I've read in a very long time. Hell yeah. And, and exactly. And what I like because it has this hopeful feel to it because it also feels like, Almost reminds me of uh, of classic Daredevil runs because it's more like grit, gritty in a way. He's a street level hero, right? Trying to make his city better, but now Nightwing has Bruce Wayne level kind of money, and he damn wants it was to... that much. Oh lord, yeah, he's got money. Yeah, and Bruce is broke, right? Yeah, yo, and Bruce is yo, broke now, which is cool. Penny too. worth, let's yeah. It's so it's cool that I really love seeing him struggle with how do I use his money? What should I do? Well, still trying Can to be Bruce. And, I don't yeah, and, <laughs> no, like, and he's still doing like and, he, and like little <laughs> like, things wow. like in the last in the last issue, like he like he fed a bunch of homeless people. No, and, and stuff like that. Like it's it's good shit, man. It's a good book. It's exciting. And, and the art fucking Christ. The art is just beautiful. Like it is just it fits everything so fucking well. And and you, did you guys, Rod? You read the last issue. Did, did you know, yeah. There's a big at the end, right? So, yeah. so 
And also yeah. just very quickly, uh, we have an agenda here, folks, for this behind the scenes. So I see Mikkel Janin, uh, who, ah. did the, who does the art on the upcoming Superman and the Authority Number One with Grant Morrison. He did a lot of the artwork on Grayson. Yes. And some artwork uh, with Tom King um, on his Batman run as well. Gorgeous stuff. And, and then, you know, now we have Bruno Redondo, who's just leading in that like kind of like realistic very clean crisp uh artwork style also like steve mcniven another, another legend mm-hmm. so much good artwork out there hell yes all right and just to leave you more if you're not interested enough we'll just hook you with this spoiler from the ending of the last issue because the biggest thing is now we have one of the members of the the suko family the suko mob which were those if you're a fan out there they're the, the ones that bag. killed the flying Grayson's, you know, the parents, right? Uh, so the after uh, one of their daughter just became mayor of fucking Bloodhaven, uh, which what? obviously fucking Dick's not with it, right? And we end up finding out that she's not really blood related to the Sukos, but she's blood related to the Grayson's. She is Dick's yeah, fucking Dickens. sister. How did you ah. feel about that, Rod? What, what did you think of that? I don't know. She, she's been in and out of the Nightwing books a lot, but this is new. This is a new turn of events. So I'm curious to see how it's going to play out. Like, I don't know. I thought they were going to get it on at first, but... Yo, this know. character, has she been in the books before? Yeah. Oh, they I have a relationship. They have like a love-hate because she took over Haley Circus like some time ago. I don't know. But she, she's been she's been introduced oh, uh, shit. previously. So she wild. is sister to Dick Grayson, apparently. We'll That's see. how it, the, yeah. the issue ended. Right, so we'll fucking see. All right, Yo, no Batman is tight, bro. Damn, he got <laughs> money, a family, a girl, a puppy, just got a sibling. Like, damn, word yo, and it's got Batwoman in the book. Apparently, this next issue too has because so far we've seen Barbara as Oracle primarily, but in this issue, we're gonna see her as Batgirl again. Uh, so that's gonna be exciting to see her coming back. Uh, and then, but we also had Rob and Tim Drake heavily in the last two issues as well. So, exactly, you're right. Like, all the Bat family, they're like, all right, we're, we're going to Bloodhaven. You know, Bruce, you're not rich no more. Fuck you, man. Because like, Bruce is living in the city now, too. He's not in his mansion out in fucking these outside of Gotham. Wait, so what is he doing for money, though? He, he still Halloween. has. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out, hell yeah! With his bad skills, <laughs> yeah, he, he's got some money still because he still works like for like his company and stuff like that. But but he's it, Lucius Fox is the one now in charge and has access to all his assets and stuff like that. Yo, and deep cut. I think the closest thing Batman ever came to having a sibling is when he thought it was Bane. A word? Yeah. At one point, there was a story where Bruce's dad had an affair, I think, on Santa Prisca or some shit like that. The gate. Um, and that means allegedly <laughs> in Spanish. Um, or like. Or like. No, no. Yeah, but it could be used either way. In this way, case, like, it was yes, uh, Or supposedly. Yeah, supposedly, um, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, so he, alleged, <laughs> yeah, he supposedly had an affair with like uh, uh, a lady on Santa Prisca. And um, Bane convinced Bruce that he was his brother. But I think it turned out to be one big scam. But like, that's the closest he's ever had to be. <laughs> yeah. And one of the owls was like an alleged son of Thomas Wayne. I forgot what ah, you're exactly. that one is. Yeah. 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 That's what uh, I, I was trying to think of. I'm like, I remember seeing that before. 
one of the right. owls or one of the talents like he's a member of the, the talents the talents think, talent right, right. yeah they're, right. Talent. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. like one of the main ones actually i yeah, think wait. it's the main one the one in the in the suicide pod book that you've been re- recommending oh shit that Was one it? specifically no no i don't, no, I don't think so no i think okay. that one's related to william cobb He's related to Dick Grayson. Oh, I yeah, because Grayson was ah, supposed to be talent. I remember yeah. that story. Yeah, yeah. That story was mad crazy. Right. Yeah, uh, again, like that was like a failed attempt to give Dick Grayson some like, I, I didn't like that whole that he's like was bred to be a talent storyline, but trying to give him like some like familial lineage. I like yeah. this one better, but let's see where uh, Tom Taylor goes with it. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. We'll, we'll see. All right, and the last DC book we're recommending, you know, Rod just hinted at it already before, Superman and the Authority, number one, written by the great fucking classic, weirdly fucking crazy stories, Grant Morrison, and illustrated by uh, Mikhail Janin, who, like, as Rod said, did Grayson, who also did a lot of issues in the Tom King Batman run. Yeah. Great artist. The... The preview art looks great. And so for those of people out there, this is actually going to be the first time the authority is written into the proper, I think, DC universe right now. Canon, they've always been on the outskirts, like on the Wildstorm imprint for a minute. And for, for those of you who might not know what the authority is, I think Rod is the authority in telling us that because he's been reading the authority. Oh, nice. right? So Yeah, yeah I'm reading that on DC Universe Infinite. That's by Mark Wade and Brian Hitch. Uh, so who's the authority? What's good? What they, they're know? they're a, a Justice League esque team, a creator owned, I guess. I don't know how Wildstorm works, but you know, it's basically Mark Wade uh, kind of created his own Justice League, or at least an analog of them to tell these stories because they're very Justice League esque storylines. Um, and, and of course, you have your your Batman, your Superman. And kind of like a John Constantine Nick Fury type of character as your leader. Damn. I forget the name. Yeah, Constantine yeah. Nick Fury. <laughs> I forget her name, but yeah, she's epic. Fuck. And yeah, yeah, your cybernetic character. But yeah, dope ass stories. I'm like on issue like twelve or something. And and it's got and it's got Midnighter and Apollo, right? And they're like right. apparently, and they're also like they they're vicious, no? They they kill and shit, no? Yeah, I guess if they have to. And we, we've seen uh, Midnighter drawn by Mikhail Janin in Grayson, again, penned by Tom Ooh. King. Go check that out if you haven't. That's one of the most bingeable books I've read like in recent years. Oh, it's also on DC Universe Infinite. I'm excited to find out what happens when Superman encounters someone who's like above his pay grade. Because if I'm not mistaken, Apollo's way more powerful than Superman. No. The way he's written. Dude, the way he's written. Ap- have you seen Bro, Apollo's no. power set? That shit Bro. is ridiculous. Superman it's like, is the most powerful like, being <laughs> out there. That's it, bro. Like, yo, bro, it's like he's Apollo. Not like that. It's not like it's a moniker. He's Apollo, like the Greek god. It's, well, it's he, he's crazy. not. He's not the Greek god. But like, all right, he was creating some lab and shit. But not, bro. Man, Superman's the strongest man. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all powerful. <laughs> but anyway, but for for, <laughs> for this book. It's gonna be interesting, right? Because first of all, it's Grant Morrison, so you know, you know, he writes crazy. Uh, they write crazy shit, and we have uh, uh, it's this. So the team is what's gonna be a little bit different. It's because also is wondering. It's apparently not like a black label book. It's only four issues, all right. So it's a mini series, and it's supposed to set up the the rest of the next Superman big runs and stuff. Like it's gonna have an impact on Action Comics and Superman, which the next Superman book is gonna be focused on. Uh, uh, Jonathan Kent becoming Superman written by Tom Taylor 
who we've just been raving about. Do so, our show. Yes, Tom Taylor, please do, <laughs> do our, our show. show. Um, <laughs> and and this show, this book is about Superman needing the help of some other people to do some shit that I guess he can't do. But obviously, he still doesn't want people to kill. So we'll see how that plays out. And he's he has Manchester Black, who wasn't in the original authority. That's a classic uh, Superman villain Word. that he'll be leading this team that has Midnighter, has Apollo and has a few other characters who I don't really know. Another interesting character that I do know, it's Steel's daughter who has her own steel type suit yeah. and hammer is going to be part of the authority. And we also have Superman like has like gray hair on the side and has got some kingdom come uh, kingdom come, uh, you know, S on him. It's like, what, what are they doing to Clark Kent here? So, so it's four issues. People just, just go, go, let's do this. And while you're at it, also fucking read kingdom come. I've also never read Wade. it. Yeah. What? That shit is yeah. amazing. And uh, illustration by Alex Ross. Yeah. I haven't Bro. read that in years, man. Yo, it's, it's probably like, on the app. Yo, that it shit is like is. walking through a narrated art gallery. Yeah. Because, <laughs> dude, it's Alex Ross doing a comic book. Like, Alex Ross is so good, he has no business doing individual, like, issues. Like, like, like every time you turn the page, it's like, whoa. Like, this the is page, too, much, like, oh! too much. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, there's even a scene where, like, I think they're sitting in, like, a superhero-themed restaurant, so it's kind of meta, and it's some, like, Rockwellian shit. Like, it, like yo, the art in that book is ridiculous. Uh, read Kingdom I gotta, Come. I gotta dive into this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta read that. Go but that's it. That's the weeklies right. for today. You know, go out, go buy them, and then we got fucking Rod with our DC Universe. Yeah, Infinite. I don't have much this week, but yesterday we got a few new drops. I only have one to recommend. That's Infinite Frontier Secret Files number one. Now, I don't think they've released the Infinite Damn. Frontier one shot on the app yet, because I think I would have reread it if I would have saw it. But yeah, I think that sets up like the, you know, the upcoming storylines for the DC Universe in the comics. Spinning out of a doomsday clock, I think mostly, or maybe death metal. I don't know. Death metal, death metal. And actually, death metal just they just released uh, episode episode <laughs> issue number seven <laughs> on the app as well. So I finally started reading death metal. So far, so good. You know, beautiful artwork. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. And of course, for next season, the book club pick is still Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. So you guys have Excellent. some time to catch up. I kind I kind of wrapped up that story for the most part is dope shit and we will be going balls deep into alan moore swamp thing fuck that was a dirty ass sentence but can't wait (laughs) 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 but i cannot wait to get into that on the next season so fans there you have it those are the picks for 721 2021 buy shit get shit read shit so we could keep getting shit i fucked up the order it's okay on that note this is chez Yo, this is Miguel. Rod, peace out. Later. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.